0: Welcome back to the TD Ameritrade Network. Time for some movers that you missed. It's Overlook Stocks with George Tillis up now. GT, we're talking cloud companies uh, punishing the aftermarket and uh, Snowflake in particular. But you're actually looking at a cloud company uh, and a uh, smart device connected cloud provider called Arlo Technologies uh, that's up 29% today. Where is this coming from?
1: Well, Jen, I think we talked about this one, I think it was maybe a couple of quarters ago, but this is essentially a very popular uh, you know, home and business video security company uh, when it comes down to technologies like uh, surveillance cameras, as well as software, and now even subscription services. Uh, they actually won a CES award this last year, but uh, interesting enough, Arlo, which competes with the like of comp- likes of companies like uh, Ring, which is uh, basically owned by Amazon, and Nest, which is owned by Google, Arlo's products are actually sold through through Apple uh, and, the, and their online store, So they do have a, a sales agreement with Apple. Uh, one would say, hey, you know, why isn't Apple moved into this space? Well, they, I, I suggest they're doing so on an indirect basis with a company like Arlo. But they actually hit a new 52-week high. It's a small-cap company. It's only about, you know, $780 to $800 million in market cap. They're actually posting some phenomenal top-line sales growth as well as the fact that for the quarter – they came in and beat the estimates, and in fact came in with a surprise adjusted profit versus an adjusted loss. If you look at the top line sales for the quarter, you know overall they were they were higher by about uh, you know ninety four percent on a year over year basis. But they're actually generating about a hundred and forty one percent increase year over year in subscriber growth, and that's where I think Arlo seems to have caught in fire because if you look at the aspects of selling security cameras, those that's a very competitive space. There's a lot of private companies like Vivint, for instance, uh, that I believe we've talked about, but also ADT. But they have low, low gross margins. But in fact, Arlo is really not necessarily just a hardware company. It's a it's a software company, but also services. Their, their premium service is only about $14 a month. And that seems to fit the bill of uh, services that people generally will sign up for and actually will keep on because of the fact that it allows uh, folks to control everything about the smart security devices in their in their home on a remote basis. So if you just look at the subscriber growth numbers uh, for uh, for net recurring revenues, they're increasing year over year on a hundred percent basis. And in fact, the uh, the gross margins are also improving because they're signing up more and more folks on a subscription or a recurring revenue basis. So as long as that is increasing faster than top line sales, that is optimized. Sales, And that's essentially maybe why they posted an adjusted profit versus the expected loss for the quarter.
0: Okay. So uh, with the stock breaking out, there's not many companies that can say that. Uh, That's pretty impressive, especially in the tech category uh, where everything seems to be going in the opposite direction. Analysts clamoring over it, too. Uh, racing to push price targets up. Uh, uh, Deutsche Bank to 14 bucks, as an example. Raymond James has got it at $14. Uh, sales of $120 million for the next quarter. So maybe they'll do half a billion uh, uh, this year. Uh, not exactly the biggest company. Uh, so whose, whose market are they taking, George?
1: Well, that's the thing. You know, one would say, who are they competing with? They're competing with Google and Amazon. And I think if you think about their business and as well as their growth, they're doing something right. I think the elements of their technology that is a little bit unique and differentiated relative to some of their competitors, like Ring and Nest, which are owned by, like I said, Google and Amazon, they're very popular. And I think from the price point in which they sell their products, that's also very favorable. But you you bolt on software. You also – you know, both on the uh, the open source element, so it's also a platform as a service based company. Their software is open source. So what that does is it allows developers to actually enhance their uh, their software programs, and that's actually very favorable compared to companies, for instance, maybe like Google, which again have some restrictions on their types of software, or even Amazon. So I think that's also very compelling and appealing. Uh, But that also might be one of the reasons why Apple, I think, may have uh, avoided acquiring Arlo because of the fact that uh, we know Apple likes their software to be closed source, not necessarily open source. But, you know, even before this earnings report, the stock wasn't trading at a very lofty valuation for a a small cap company, only about 1.2 times uh, trailing sales and less than one on a forward sales basis. Like I said, it is now encompassed not just hardware software, but services. and that's what Wall Street likes to see, especially mm. when you have subscription service growth that is over one hundred percent. And I think uh, the company's done extremely well improving their technologies, gaining you know CES awards. and uh, you look at uh, security mm. cameras, just doing a Google search, uh, they're actually ranked number one in terms of uh, in terms of satisfaction from customers. But at the same time, you know their price points of technologies uh, seem to have uh, seem to have bested their competition at least uh, at least for the last uh, year or so.
0: I've seen these things at Best Buy, George. They've got them all set up there. Uh, yeah. You know you can buy them in store, uh, and uh, they've got them right next to the you know Google Home and the Amazon stuff, all that uh, uh, three camera security bundle uh, for 800 bucks at Best Buy Wireless 4K with color night vision. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, I live in a high-rise condo, but I kind of want to get some myself just to put them out in the hallway, see what's going on. Uh, Pretty cool tech. Uh, Big housing beneficiary, right, George? All these people that bought houses. That's
1: right. Yeah, I mean, there's the element of that. And the other thing is, is people have been spending a lot of time at home. It's almost like a sanctuary now for work and, of course, leisure and and just life. But at the same time, people are leaving their house. And so I think at the end of the day, people want to see what's going on at home once they leave their house. And I think that that is another sort of a compelling catalyst for technologies like Arlo's security cameras. But, you know, I just think at the end of the day, and you think about those uh, those three camera bundles that they sell in order for you to actually utilize all of the services for those three on a remote basis through their app that's where the subscriptions come in so it's almost like they kind of tie you into you know activating the subscription which their full-fledged full-fledged subscription is about 14.95 again it's not a huge amount it's such a small amount that a lot of folks will sign up and they'll just continue to pay it because it doesn't really put a dent in their uh, their monthly budget
0: okay nice uh georgia consumer tech uh working quite well uh, 30%. Uh, very interesting. Nice find. Uh, GT, let's go over to your other one here. Rocky Brands, RCKY is the ticker. Pretty different. Consumer-oriented, too, but a footwear and apparel. Uh, and uh, stock is up 27% on the day after earnings, which is the opposite of what happened last time they reported in November, that big sell-off in the middle of the screen right there so we've retraced it kind of looks like the chart of nordstrom actually so how come the market can't figure out apparel stocks right now are they that complicated of businesses with inflation i, I guess maybe it could be
1: well i'll talk about why it gap down and back higher uh in just a sec but but let's talk about rocky brands it's essentially consumer sick rules primarily a footwear and accessory company they actually have brands like durango which many people have uh, may have heard of, but it's really workwear. Uh, essentially, retail military wear is very popular for, uh, for uh, Rocky brands. They actually compete with companies like Wolverine Worldwide. Also, uh, if you look at uh, other competitors like Deckers and Carters, but if you consider what's going on, I mean, a lot of volatility in the stock. Now, last quarter, when they actually reported earnings, they also reported an acquisition of a company called Honeywell, it's uh, different than the industrial conglomerate, for about $240 million. Now, uh, that's Now, that was an extremely expensive acquisition for a company that's only got a market cap of $280 million. And so I think that's one of the reasons why they took a, took a huge hit last quarter, just because of the size of that acquisition, and they actually financed it with debt. And so if you consider going forward now, it looks like that acquisition has got some synergies in short order, a one-quarter turnaround, when they actually demonstrated plus plus ninety percent growth, now again that's inorganic. But one of the interesting things about the earnings report is they stripped out the inorganic component of their earnings, which their earnings grew about thirty-four percent year over year. So I think what we're seeing here is inorganic growth, uh, that is again expected because of acquisitions, is growing phenomenally. But inorganic EPS uh, was really the kicker for why we saw a nice response in the uh, in the in the price. So. The other thing I think, you know, outside of maybe some individual names, there might be a little bit of a retail turnaround. I'm not saying, you know, Nordstrom's gap to the upside, even an urban, which didn't report all that great of a report, but they were higher earlier in the day. Uh, this might speak to also some momentum that is tr- changing back for, uh, for in favor of the bulls uh, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Uh, in the retail space, which which OJ has been really hurt. If you actually look at the charts going back about uh, six to eight months, all the way actually back in Aprils when a lot of these retail companies peaked, and that included Target, which we know reported earnings this week, uh, which had some phenomenal numbers and a, and a nice gap to the upside.
0: All right, Rocky Brands making a big move alongside Nordstrom. Very interesting day for retail too. At, uh, <laughs> Man, gappy charts. Uh, the fate apparently a binary and changes every earnings after huge sell-offs, big rallies, both with Rocky and Nordstrom. So, uh, hey, we heard the case from Ivan Sai, uh, finds at the top of the show that worst for retail is past and that you want to own a diversified basket of retailers to benefit from some return to normal. George tell us nice deep dive on the overlooked stocks of the day. Appreciate it, GT.